Welcome to Menominee Alliance Church, podcast with the pastors. I'm Kyle. I'm James. And I'm Wes. Well, welcome to the sixth episode of Podcast with the Pastors on this gloomy, rainy Tuesday. How are you guys doing today? Wishing it were like yesterday, sunny and 70. I know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, how was your guys' week? Any updates from family and we're entering the home stretch until okay. we close on our house 10 days yay so awesome that's exciting 10 days to go yeah we got lighter in our family we had cat and sean decided to drive back because colorado lifted some of their restrictions so they went back to be where they're from and so we there's a little more food in the house now but we uh we, we enjoyed them we so your time. your grocery bill, your electric bill, your water no, bill, all that's going to decrease. I joke about that. I love I love Cat and Sean. So, I, I, um, but it was great to have them. You know, we're not sure if they'll be back uh, because they're they're looking at some different options with their summer and stuff. Like everybody is during yeah, this time. That's true. Yeah. Of the unknown phase. But yeah. How about you, Wes? How's things going at the Nearing House? Things are going good. We're uh, enjoying prepping for the garden. So. I don't know. This is like, honestly, me and Caitlin, like date night is like watching gardening videos on YouTube, which maybe makes us sound like wow. old, old and retired, but <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> watching gardening so, videos. Yeah. I, I totally. watched a video on Facebook the other day and it was from someone in church that posted it. And it was, I thought of you because we talked about jobs last week oh, yeah. and you yeah. were the night crawler yeah. master. Yeah. I mean, just mm. someone had a video of like playing this wooden stick thing and night crawlers were just coming out of the ground. It was like oh, a night crawler awesome. whisperer. So I thought of you. I'm going to have to find wow. the video and send it to you. So our listeners, you if you want night crawlers, just bang sticks on the ground? Something like that. You can ask Tony. Okay. Tony was the one that had it. Oh, Tony. Shout yeah. out to Tony. You should ask him. Okay. I didn't know that technique, so. Yeah. Could have helped you out. Could have. You could have retired. Yeah. Well, um, I was I was kind of excited about uh, what happened this weekend with the NFL draft. Do you guys uh, watch the draft at all? Watched a little bit of it, yeah. yeah. It was different with online drafting, but I was excited because we had a local celebrity be drafted to my team, the Vikings, Nate Stanley, uh, who grew up here and mm-hmm. is from here and played and for played for, played for Menominee, right? Played for yeah. Menominee and went, went to, to Iowa. Iowa. Yep, yeah. went to Iowa, and now he's drafted for my Vikings. So I was super, super excited about that. Awesome. Yeah. This will be a lot of Menominites, Menomineans, people sure. from Menominee yeah. that will be rooting for the Vikings in the fall. I think so. I think you're exactly right. Yeah. So they, they're getting rid of Cousins and Stanley's going to be... Hey, you never know. You never know what's going to happen there. Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, how did how did the Green Bay draft go for how you guys? How did the Bears go? Bears, Bears. Bears drafted some pretty legit players. I mean, I'm excited. They got some... Uh, much needed position that players. Was a good, good, that was a good diversion. I know. I know. They got yeah, we'll just, they we'll got just a, shift the comments. They there. got a great guy at tight end um, who grew up as a Bears fan and got drafted by his favorite team. He's from Chicago area. Went to Notre Dame. So uh, I think he'll do really well. Yeah, cool. that's a position they really needed the last few years. Hmm. But yeah, the pack. Would they do? Uh, they went and got well, a quarterback. They, they got a quarterback. I thought they had a quarterback, but I guess they got a quarterback. Like we drafted ours like seventh round. Okay. Okay. But they use the first pick of the draft. I know to go after a quarterback. To go after a quarterback named Love. Um, so and so Rogers is yeah. nervous. I don't know. What do you think, Wes? Maybe we should uh, bring on our guests. I think. 
Oh, might be a good, well, good segue. Of, this is a good segue. Wes doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't the draft. want to talk about it. <laughs> this is a good segue. Uh, our guests uh, are Bears fans, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you, you're you kind of excited about this. Yes, and we absolutely. all are, actually. We want to bring on uh, Don and Linda Wiggins. Hello, guys. How you doing? Hey, hi. Hi. Oh, it's, it's so great to have you guys here. Thank you for being willing to be on the podcast this morning with us. We appreciate it. And uh, I know you're a sports fan, Don, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually a you Bears guys, fan, right? Yes, and you guys were talking about the draft. I I read something over the weekend after the draft was over, and it was rating all the teams on how good they did in the draft. Yeah. And uh, they had the, the Vikings up at the top. They had the Bears kind mm. of in the middle. But I have to tell you guys that the, the worst draft – according to this one rating service was the green Bay Packers. Wow. They, uh, picking a quarterback in the first round was not very widely accepted. So I was kind of surprised at that too. So, but so uh, Packer fans, I feel your pain. We all, we all do. Thank you. Thank you for feeling the pain. Uh, well, it's good to have you guys here. Welcome to the podcast. So for those listeners, maybe that don't know a lot about you guys, uh, tell us a little bit of your background. You spent some time here at our church. I won't go into much detail because I don't want to kind of take away from the introduction, but tell us a little bit more about your yourselves for the podcast listeners. Well, uh, Linda and I have been, this is our 50th year of marriage. So we'll wow. congratulations. Congratulations, yes. guys. Yeah. So uh, when you were ta- when you were taking a shot at retired people in gardening, Wes, oh. I took a- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, it means that I'm, it's wise, right? It's good. Uh, well, we, we can't garden where we live. We're not allowed to have gardens because it's a, it's a, it's one of these uh, condo communities. So. But uh, yeah, we live on the west in the western suburbs of Minneapolis, and um, we've we uh, have been married 50 years in June, and we have five kids. Linda can tell you maybe a little bit just briefly about them, where they live, and then we also have 16 grandkids. Wow, wonderful! Wow. Yes, and we give our kids. Uh, temporary custody of our grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, but our kids, we have um, one daughter and her husband and four children in Chaska, right near us. And we have another daughter down in Iowa with her husband and two daughters. And then we have a son in Colorado, Grand Junction, Colorado. And he's a pastor and his family of three children and his wife are there. We have a son in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania with his four sons and his wife. And then our youngest son and his wife are missionaries with the Alliance over in Berlin, Germany, and they have three children. So we're, we're kind of spread out, mm-hmm. uh, but it's quite a tribe when they all get together. So they were with us. Most of them were with us uh, last Thanksgiving and uh, just the ones from Germany couldn't be back. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's us. And um, we're, um, We've lived in Minnesota now for about 14 years, so it's kind of our second home. Linda grew up in the Chicago area. I grew up in Michigan, and uh, we met at Crown College as uh, students, got married after school, went to seminary, and then started ministry. That's great. And you spent a little bit of time in our church, uh, just to give the listeners right. some perspective, which uh, we really enjoyed having you guys here. You were our interim pastor, right? Right. 
Mm-hmm. Great. You had about 11 months and uh, before James came. And we really, really enjoyed our time there in Menominee. Uh, we look back at that with a lot of fondness and good memories and uh, of the people we met and ministry opportunities. And uh, you, Wes, and, and Kyle, you and your families, we so enjoyed uh, uh, them. And uh, just uh, pray that God will bless the church now. And it was a great experience for us. And we look back with a lot of joy on that. And we still miss you all. Yeah. Um, we we think back in those months that we were with you with fond memories. And um, yeah, one of these days we'll probably drive over when we can <laughs> and <laughs> give everybody hugs. <laughs> I, I didn't miss driving this winter. Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. I'll tell you that. I suppose that yeah. was nice. I remember a few of those drives, Don, that were a little treacherous. You were my, uh, you were my rescue Uber driver a few times. <laughs> a few of those snowstorms, yep. That's right. <laughs> Uber well, Kyle. Well, you are always, always welcome to come and worship with us and be a part of our church. And uh, thank you. Just, uh, thank appreciate you. the work that both of you did and just uh, helping with the transition period and the direction that both of you brought to the church and the love that you showed them. You are, are very highly respected and loved and missed here. And, uh, we well, I think we, we we were able to, you know, come in and uh, serve and help at that time. It's It's also nice to leave before they you know, before they wish you did. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, we, we, uh, we do really miss the friendship and fellowship and just the, the, the worship, everything that, uh, the staff, just everything for us was, uh, just a joy. So, um, thanks for including us today. This is a, a treat for us Absolutely. to speak to everyone. I want to ask both of you just kind of about your background with the Christian Missionary Alliance. How many churches have you served in? How many districts? What kind of roles have you played? And wow. how many years of ministry have you had with the Alliance? How long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> this is our 40, 47th year, I think, mm-hmm. in uh, Alliance ministry. Wow. So uh, we haven't officially retired yet. Uh, we can talk maybe later about something we're doing right now, but... We served uh, three Alliance churches uh, after I got out of seminary in Florida and Georgia and Illinois in the Chicago area, not far from where Linda was from. And uh, then uh, I taught uh, for a number of years at Tacoa Falls College, James, mm-hmm. and uh, your alma mater. Yes. And uh, here at Crown College for a few years. And then I was invited out to the national office and served there, actually did two uh, tours of duty with the national office, and then uh, was district superintendent in Michigan, and then uh, here in Minnesota for 12 years. So it was really right after we finished our 12 years here, which is the most you can serve, um, you have to leave after 12 years, uh, that we then came to Menominee. So um, that was our last assignment was here. So that adds up, I think, to 47 years altogether. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. Well, um, Don, I've got to say, my mind is flashing back to your time here. And uh, I remember there was a message that you gave in the, like, winter slash spring when you were here where you talked about, like, ministry islands versus, like, unity, like a continent kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I think that is a message that I'll remember for the rest of my life because it was one of those moments that was like, this is a message for this particular church in this particular moment, you know? And uh, mm. so I know I've probably thanked you for it, but thank you again for for that and just for everything you did. 
But with, you know, with that, I'm sure the people are wondering here, what are you and Linda up to now? Now that you've, <laughs> now that you've well, moved on to the next season of life. Right. Well, of course, this virus thing has changed everybody's life. But uh, just before uh, it really cranked up, uh, at the beginning of March, uh, I started another interim pastorate at a small church on the northeast side of the Twin Cities out near White Bear Lake. Some of your you and your listeners at the church will understand where that is. Um, so it's northeast suburbs. Um, it's a small church there, and uh, I'm there for an indefinite period of time trying to help them uh, sort of assess their future and evaluate where they go from here. And uh, so that's what we're doing currently. We're doing church like you are online and uh, figuring out the technology. So it, the church name, just if anybody's interested, is is the um, Majestic Pines, Majestic Pines Community Church. <laughs> so it's in a little town called Matamidi, which is uh, just northeast of St. Paul. So that's where we are currently going every, uh, well, I don't, I don't go live on Sunday. What we're doing is taping our um, message on Friday and then they have uh, their worship spliced in with that. And you said we you, were only two oh, Sunday before this all hit. And so okay, we haven't really had face-to-face time. Yeah. Wow. We've only, wow. We, we haven't, uh, <laughs> we've, I have met most of the people. It's a small church, but it, uh, yeah, it's just kind of challenging to be there two Sundays and then immediately go to a mm-hmm. video. So, Gosh, but yeah. that's the way it is. Wow. So that's what we're doing um, mostly. Um, I have a few other things that I'm involved in uh, that I have uh, do a little coaching with uh, hmm. one of our DSs and uh, contact with some others. And so just to, we keep active. Uh, we have, Lots of things to do that we can do with family. And uh, by the way, we have become uh, experts at, and not really experts, but we're becoming more proficient at uh, thousand-piece puzzles. (laughs) 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 It's like we did one that really challenged us lately. Uh, But uh, you know you're desperate when, you know, that's your great form of entertainment. (laughs) Well, uh, this is Kyle, and... and Kind of leads me to my next question with this pandemic obviously going on and quarantine and kind of a new season for everybody. Like what encouragement can you give to our congregation right now? Um, kind of things that God has been laying on your heart or encouraging you with during the season. Is there any thoughts that you have to kind of give yeah. our listeners? Yeah. I, I have thought of several things that, uh, trying to put, you know, God's perspective on this, not just the way the government treats it or the medical community, but what what is God up to uh, through this? <clears throat> a couple things come to my mind. One, one is obviously that uh, since God is sovereign and this didn't catch him by surprise, it caught all of us by surprise. Uh, he's He's got some kind of purpose that he's mm-hmm. up to during this time. And I think that <clears throat> for families, um, you know, families have had to really get real with each other, I think, during this time. Uh, much more time together. Uh, hopefully, uh, it's been beneficial. And uh, families, I, I've heard a lot of stories about families that are really bonded. And that even the older kids that are kind of not out doing all their sports and all their activities have had to kind of rejoin the family and uh, participate more and 
you know, taking care of some of the younger ones, participating in cooking and just a lot of family activity. So hopefully a lot of people are experiencing the benefit of it that way. Um, but I, I think it's also, I, I think when this is over, we're going to uh, value and really appreciate corporate worship a whole mm-hmm. lot more than we mm-hmm. take that for granted, you know, so many times. I, I think we miss being together and we're going to, I think we're going to value our times together uh, much, much more when this is over. And hopefully that will stick. Yeah. But uh, I think at least for a while, when it's over, uh, there's going to be great benefit. I think people really miss seeing each other, singing together, um, all those kinds of things, praying together that we can do only on a limited basis. Uh, so I think those are some things that that uh, God is doing. And I, I have to think that this is a wake-up call as well, that God is giving our, our country and maybe other countries around the world. Maybe people who've never... Uh, thought seriously about uh, how fragile their life is, their material life is. Maybe they're going to be uh, thinking, and we've been praying that people will start asking questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think a lot of churches are seeing increases on, in their uh, viewership of their uh, worship services online. And that, that tells us that people are tuning in mm-hmm. and maybe doing it safely, you know, not they would never darken the door of a church, but they would go online anonymously. So maybe some people that were never interested are going to hear the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been looking at research trends in the church. In the last year, there's just a push toward an online digital presence saying this is the new wave. This is the new wave. And this was before, long before the pandemic. And right. we've noticed that kind of transition too. We are having people engage with our services yeah. who would probably never walk through our door. And, right. Um, that, and that's it's exciting. The, yeah. It's forced the church to uh, ramp up in that area too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even the little church that I am at now, we're we're doing our best to have a service every week online, and and the, the quality's gotten a little better each week. So. Um, you know, the, te- the technology any, anyway has gotten better. I don't know if the preaching's gotten any better, but the, <laughs> the technology's gotten better. So uh, in that way, I think the church is really having to think about, okay, how do we do ministry? It also affects us that way. And hopefully there'll be some really good things that will come out of this when it's over. Sure. Uh, when we talk about that transition, when, when things get back to a normalcy, um, which it's going to be completely different, I think, in many ways. Uh, we're not going to return to normal. What are some of the dangers? I'm kind of going off script here, but what are some of the dangers uh, that the church can fall back into um, when we have to make that change again? Yeah. Well, I, I think, I mean, I don't, I don't want to generalize too much, but I think sometimes we just get complacent. Mm. You know, we get, you, we get into a rut and a routine and uh, church becomes kind of just whole hum. Um, but I, and maybe we allow ourselves the luxury of too many intramural debates and arguments. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe what we are going to hopefully take away from this is that we're, we really need to minimize the things that could divide us and really maximize the things that unite us. Um, and so I, I hope we will do that and we won't fall back into a um, kind of a taking church for granted attitude. Uh, and maybe we'll be a little more serious, too, about evangelism uh, mm-hmm. with uh, people who've never heard the gospel. Uh, I think I think it maybe puts a, a little fire in us, a little urgency in us 
that uh, we don't have forever to do this job that Amen. Christ called us to do. Amen. So I hope we don't lose that. I hope we keep that fire burning. Good, good. So kind of the next question I have for both you and Linda is, you're, you're 47 years in ministry and 11 months with Menominee. Uh, what would you encourage our church people listening to keep doing, especially yeah. as we uh, are in this yeah. time? Great. Well, I have a couple things. I think Linda wants to share a couple sure. things as well. But uh, we we were so impressed when we were there with, I'll, I'll mention a couple things. I think the church really needs to make sure it's aware of and uh, focuses itself on. One is we were very impressed with the general friendliness of the church and its um, willingness to accept a variety of people, a lot of diversity in the church. And uh, so I think that's a huge thing for a church to do is really focus on welcoming and uh, incorporating new people uh, quickly and easily into it, into the church. I think that's, that's going to be one of the huge things that do well. Um, we were impressed with the huge number of volunteers, the high percentage of volunteers that serve in various ways in the church. I hope that never goes away at Menominee. I think that is one of the real keys to that church. Uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but I know it's very high of people who are involved in some kind of ministry. And uh, some churches have a lot of bench warmers and a lot of people who just let others do it. Um, but I, I know there there's a high percentage of people who get involved. And um, so we, we hope that'll really continue on. I think that was a, a, a real joy for us to see. And one more thing that I recall and want to emphasize too is how many people were really serious about being disciples true followers of jesus how deep that went in the church uh it showed up in in uh, terms of prayer and commitment to each other and uh service of one another um the the interest in the word uh just those kinds of things really uh, to me uh were a great encouragement at menominee and i i hope the church will keep that going in the days ahead. Linda's got maybe a couple thoughts too on that. Well, my thoughts were more on a personal level. As I look back in my walk with God over many decades, I can see God's faithfulness, his provision, the peace that he gives, um, his presence in good situations and in hard situations. And we find ourselves now in a time where we don't know what the future is going to look like. We don't know what our new normal will be. But I think because we can look back and see what he's been to us in the past, we can look to the future, even though we don't know what's going to be happening. Um, we know the God who does know. And so we can trust him again for his faithfulness, his provision, his peace and his presence in all situations. And that's what I would encourage people to remember what God has done in the past and, and just cling, cling to that for the future because we don't know what's ahead. Amen. Amen. Well, as we kind of wrap up, thank you so much for uh, your thoughts and wisdom for our church, for us today. Uh, we want to know, just as the listeners kind of listen to this and, and are thinking and processing what you've said, how can we be praying for you guys as you do ministry, as, as you are uh, 
um, kind of in this season right now, what are some things that we can specifically be praying for you guys? Well, we're sort of in that category of the older people. <laughs> and so we need to make wise choices regarding our health and the care that we take. So, um, you know, just that we'd be wise. We, we don't want to be um, checked away and not be out and among uh, family and friends, but we need to be careful and be wise. And also, um, we always think ahead of our down the line to our children and grandchildren, and we're concerned about our kids in Germany. Um, the, our grandchildren will be going back to school a week from yesterday. So next Monday, their Germany schools are opening up, and so the grandchildren will be going back into that situation. So, um, yeah, just pray, praying that they would be uh, protected from what's out there. And they're hoping to be able to come back for a few weeks this summer, but we don't know if that's going to happen at this point. Yeah, yeah, they want to come back, and we're hoping to have a 50th uh, anniversary party of some kind with our kids and some family members. So uh, they have tickets to come at the beginning of July. We're just praying that they'll be able to make that trip and uh, be home for a few weeks with us. So those would be two things regarding them. I think just just we want to stay. Uh, we don't we don't want to get um, I don't know. Just kind of settle down and. Uh, dull and boring we want to stay on the cutting edge so uh just you could help uh, you could remember to pray for us that we will uh, stay sharp and uh, be useful to the lord um in this little church that we're at and uh by the way it's about 40 people so it's a small church uh and we we often find ourselves comparing it to uh, menominee and <laughs> there's there's not a comparison but it's a it's a delightful group of people uh, but west. yeah, we'd like to borrow West for a few weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> you could send them over or send some of the musicians over. There you go. Yeah. We can work but, something uh, out. <laughs> yeah, might be able to work it out. Huh? Okay. Well, it, but just that we can be of ministry there and where else, wherever else God wants to use us. Uh, we're just open. And as long as we have health and, uh, our wits about us, we want to be useful. So thanks for your prayers for us. And we'll be praying for you guys too, that, through this time, uh, wow, as you're separated and trying to do ministry from a distance, uh, that God will give you much wisdom. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, as we close, do you mind if, if we pray? I pray for you um, right now for these things that you, you asked for and, and uh, the listeners can be praying for these things. you mind if we do that? Sure. Thank you. Well, God, thank you so much for our time with uh, our dear brother and sister, Don and Linda, and what a blessing they have been to our church. Uh, you provided them at the right time and season in, for our church and ministry, and um, they have given us such wisdom, uh, such love, and they have poured themselves into our congregation. And I know the listeners here can resonate with that, but uh, I just ask the things that they prayed for, uh, you would be working in the midst, and we yeah. we appreciate how you do work uh, through these times, God. And I ask for just their overall health. Uh, thank you for uh, protecting them and giving them health right now during this time, for wisdom as to how to navigate, you know, uh, in these times of whether to go out and and not, and how to how to do that. We pray for uh, their overall health. We ask for safety for their kids and for their grandkids as they navigate this with Germany 
now opening back up and, and doing ministry and, and how that looks for them. So we, uh, we ask for um, uh, your hand of guidance upon uh, their, their children, uh, not just in Germany, but all over the country as, as they are. And Father, we, um, we ask uh, that you would use Don and Linda at this church in, um, in Minnesota, in White Bear Lake, at Majestic Pines, and we, we ask for um, just however long it is they're there, that you would, um, they would be able to see how you're working in the midst of, of the things that they're trying to accomplish there, especially now, coming in only having a few weeks, God, um, uh, with the presence with the people that you've allowed them to be now in this digital age. I pray that you would uh, utilize that in their ministry and help them to stay engaged and um, maybe sharp as well uh, and be on the cutting edge of, of what we're doing. We also pray for all of us, our church and, and uh, their church and churches across the country. Father, this is a, a time that we can utilize, that you have maybe set forth. Uh, we're not sure why, but you do, Father, and allow us to expand your kingdom um, in the ways that you have uh, put in front of us. So we thank you for uh, the example of Don and Linda and how they have loved well in our church and uh, they've been a blessing to us. So go with them even today. Uh, give them um, your peace and your comfort and, and joy of serving you this week. Uh, we love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we, we will be praying for you guys in, uh, in the days ahead. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Blessings. that. Well, thank you for being on our podcast. It's such a joy to, to listen and hear from you. I know our listeners will enjoy this as well. And so uh, may you have a good week this week. Hopefully uh, the sun will come out later Sometime. on this week. Hopefully we'll have <laughs> tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. The Isn't that what the come. song says? Yeah, that's what the song says. There's, a, yeah. there's a song in there. Come. Yep, there is. <laughs> Wes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys have a great day. Thank you for taking okay. the time to join yeah. us. And, uh, thank you. That, thank that about you. wraps up this episode, doesn't it? It does. Yep. Yeah, that's okay. it. yeah, thank Bye-bye. you, guys. Bye-bye. All right. Have a great week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week on Podcast with Pastors. And anything fun? Oh, we, we can't reveal we can't. that yet. Okay. Okay. No. Just stay no. tuned. Stay tuned. Join us next week. Take care.